My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers and sisters only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. I was reading that last night. And sometimes this happens to me. When I'm stuck, I pick up a book. And it just happened, I opened up to Ronald Rawls Sacred Fire. It's a great book. And on the page was this. And it spoke to the question of perfection. Perfection, no flaws. The perfect moral life. We all know that perfection is a human impossibility. And I sat and read that, and that made me feel a lot better. Because I'm not perfect. You see, the book went on to say that Jesus is not asking in this gospel for perfection. Jesus' concept of perfection is very identified with compassion. Perfection for us is impossible. But compassion is very possible. Be compassionate as your Heavenly Father is compassionate. But this gospel also asks us a real tough one. Tells us to Love your enemies. Love your enemies. So I want you to think of the sun and rain. They both shine and fall. The sun shines, the rain falls. And they equally come down on vegetables and the weeds. They don't shine and fall selectively on the good vegetables and the bad weeds. The sun and rain don't discriminate. They come down on everything, regardless of their condition. Okay, so you got that image of rain and sun, rain and rain and sun. Now think of God. His 
love doesn't discriminate either. His compassion comes down and embraces everything, regardless of our condition. He loves us when we're good, and he loves us when we're bad. He loves us when we're saints, and he loves us when we're sinners. So that's what Christ is asking us to do. It's a radical form of love to shine our love and to have our compassion fall down on the people we like and the people we find hard to like. Just like his father does to us. So here's a story that I think could help us with this. Leonardo da Vinci. He learned this lesson when he was painting The Last Supper in Milan. Do you remember The Last Supper? That beautiful portrait? It's probably a lot of people's image of The Last Supper. So while he was painting it, he was in a bitter argument with another painter an enemy who he despised, who he hated. And to vent his anger with this other artist, what he did was he used his face as Judas, the apostle who betrayed Jesus, as we all know. So he paints his picture. This is an absolute true story. He paints Judas on the painting. Not very knowing we are Christians by our love, was it? No. He felt evil satisfaction in coming up with the humiliation that this guy's face would be on the Judas position of the Last Supper, and it would last for centuries. He felt good about it. But as he started to work on the faces of the other apostles, he tried to paint the face of Jesus, but he couldn't make any progress. He advanced quickly on all the other paintings of all the other figures, except he couldn't get Jesus, the most important one. And he got very frustrated and confused. In time, he realized what was wrong. His hatred for the other painter, his enemy, was holding him back. Was holding him back from finishing painting the face of Jesus. It kept him from being able to see Jesus clearly. So only after he made peace with his fellow painter, his enemy, he went to go repaint that face of Judas. And then he was able to paint the face of Jesus and complete the masterpiece we all know. It's hard to love our enemy. It's way easier to hate them. Especially when they've done something big to hurt us. But I think when we step back, in a lot of the cases when we hate, when we don't love, when we really dig deeper into it, it sometimes is something very small. Something that sometimes goes on for years. Something that we just can't let go of. And I think we're better than that. 
I think we're better than that to hold on to grudges and hate. And in, a, in the long run, I don't think it gets us too, too far. I don't think it gets us to where we want to go. Doesn't get us to where the gospel tells us we're going. I think it holds us back, like it did for Da Vinci. And it holds us back from growing as disciples and as people. People of the word, as Christians that we want to be, so that they know we are Christians by our love. And I think it surprises people when imagine if we could love them just as God loves us. And when we do, at the same time, it changes them and it also changes us. And it's transformative for all of our lives. So tonight, let us take a moment and think of all the people in our lives. Maybe there's one or two right now who we could do this for, just as Da Vinci did. Let it go. Love your enemy. Let it go. Love them with compassion. Love them as our Heavenly Father compassionately loves us every day. Turn our hearts around. Turn our hearts around. Flood our souls completely. Wash us in your love. Turn our hearts around. Turn our hearts around. Hold us in your mercy. Change us with your love. We cry out for you to heal and to set us free. Sin's beautiful disguise Bring the 
Christians by our love. 